0: recap the story uh-huh. on 28A which the story began with a student asking the opinion of Rabban Gamliel and Rabban Yehoshua 28? Yeah, 28 yeah, yeah. <laughs> the opinion of Rabban Gamliel and Rabban Yehoshua whether Arvot is Rishot right, whether Mariv yeah. is like permission, meaning you could or you don't have, you could you could decide whether you want to or not. Uh-huh. Or, we'll start from over here today. Okay. So I'm just summarizing the story. So again, the student asked, um, you know, what is the opinion of Rabbi Gamil and Rabbi Yeshua? Yeah. Rabbi Gamil answered that Arvit is a chova, and Rabbi Yeshua had answered that Arvit is reshut. And Rabbi Gamil did not appreciate that Rabbi Yeshua argued on him. So basically, Rabbi Gamil made him stand up, for a long time and the other students got upset. They basically removed Ram Gamil from his post as Nasi and they put Rabbi Lazar ben Azaya instead. Then Ram Gamil, this is what we read at the end of yesterday, Ram Gamil went over to Rabbi Shul's house, he asked for Machilam, and then he felt bad for what he had done. He saw the way Rabbi Shul was living and therefore they decided that Ram Gamil deserved his job back, right? Ram Gamil deserved, deserved his old job. So it says um, that now they're going to have to go back to the rabbis in charge and put back So they said, Amru, they said, man, man who's going to go to the rabbis to convince them to put back Ram Gamil in his old position? So Amru, Lahu, Ha'u, Kavis. There was a dry cleaner who was standing around. And he said that, I'll go ahead and do it. I'll go. Rabbi Shua sent him to the Beit Midrash. Again, to notify the Beit Midrash that they think Ram Gamil should get his job back. And Rabbi Shua said a cryptic statement. He said, The one who is deserving of wearing very special clothing, right? he should wear those clothing. Yemer laman madam. Someone who is not deserving of wearing such clothing should tell the person who is deserving shalach matcha take off your clothing and not wear it. Meaning, Rabbi Gamil was a descendant from the tribe of Yehuda, mm-hmm. so he's, he gets the leadership positions. Mm-hmm. Rabbi Lazar ben Azar was not a descendant of the tribe of Judah, so he should say to the person who wears the clothing or at least should be wearing the clothing of leadership to take off your clothing. So right before the dry cleaner was even able to say what he wanted to say, Amr <laughs> Rabbi Kiva said to the rabbis, they were inside the Beit Midrash, Tiruki Galu, the Lasi Abdi, lock the doors so the Lasi Abdi Ramilla, the servants or the, the ones working for Ahmed cannot get in. because they're gonna just be mitsaraban. Meaning don't let this dry cleaner in. And say what he needs to say. It's better that I go ahead and do it. So and I'll go by the meaning instead of sending anyone else in his place, and you know to do this job. Rebbe says it makes sense for me to go ahead and do it. So Asa he went to the Beit Midrash. He knocked on the door. He said also like a similar type of thing. The one who sprinkles the paraduma, meaning the one who is involved in the paraduma process, yaze he's supposed to do, I mean the Kohen is supposed to do it. And the one who doesn't sprinkle and is not a son of somebody who else sprinkles, should tell someone who sprinkles, spill your water and your ashes. I mean again, the same idea, should someone who's not a Kohen, tell the Kohen that, that you're not fit for the job? Therefore, Ram is the one who's the descendant from the Shevet Yehuda, it makes sense that he should be the one to be Nasi. We are at the last um, of the narrow lines before it gets even wider on Chav Chet So basically, right? just to uh, recap over here, they decided that Rabbi Gamil should get his job back. Right? He, Rabbi Gamil felt bad, he asked Mechila, they decided he should get his job back. So Rabbi Shua went to speak on behalf of Rangamil Gamil and to tell the rabbis, tell the board in that Beit Midrash, you know what? Rangamil Gamil should get his job back. He is... After all, from Shevet Yehudam and the Rabbi Nizayah is not fit for the job. So Umbale Rabbi Kiva, where the last narrow line, Rabbi Kiva said, You right? You've you've appeased us. This whole thing was done for your honor. But if you have forgiven Rabbi Gamil, you're ready to move on, then um, let's go speak to Rabbi Gamil. Atem We're gonna go to his door. But then they said, What should we do? Amri. How do we go about this? Meaning, not very, if we just remove Rabbi Loza Benaziah, Gemiri, we know, Malam Mikalash There's a general rule that you raise people up in their status, but you don't, you don't you know, bring people down. So it's not fair to Rabbi Loza Benaziah, he didn't do anything wrong. Just because when deserved his job back, doesn't mean we should lower Rabbi Loza Benaziah's status. Let's see, so we'll do a co rabbi situation, right? We'll switch off every week says the Gemara, one Shabbat, one person will give, or one week, another week, somebody else will give the class. They're going to come to, they're going to be jealous of each other, right? In other words, it never works, right? Two people ruling together. So rather, <laughs> we'll have three, meaning it'll be very clear And is the main rabbi, because he has the three weeks out of four weeks. In other gets one week. That's, Meaning, there's four weeks in a month, right? So Gamil um, will speak, or whatever, it's a rotation. Gamil um, will speak three weeks, and then Rabbalah Zeraziah will speak the fourth week, and so on, and so forth. And that's the way they would split the partnership. Behind That's when Mar says, like there was a, a phrase in the Gemara, whose week is it? Meaning, whose week uh, is, uh, you know, who's speaking this week? Is it Rabbalah Zeraziah or is it Ram Gamil? So they said, And the Gemara ends off. Who is the student who started this whole thing, right? That asked to be sure, and asked to be on the Okay, fine. Amazing story. I think one of the more famous Gemara tales that are, you know, remembered. Yeah, yeah. A a co-rabbi situation. And again, what's interesting is that they said they can't switch off, right? They can't do one-one because one, they're going to come to be jealous of each other. No, it's, just, it's just, it doesn't work out when, like, you know, like the midrashah <laughs> or you can't have two kings, you know, one crown. But then you, you would have expected the Gemara to say, so do two and one. For some reason, that had to be three and one. Right? It's not so clear where the Gemara uh, got that. There are other texts in the Gemara. So the Rambam held that it's two because there's no need to be three and one. So I'm held it was two and then one. Okay. No, no. So no, it doesn't mean days of the week. It means weeks. In other words, no, yeah, you can right. still get three weeks of the of the month because G- if you have two in the start, then it's... no, no. So it's, it's a rotation: two, one, two, one, two, one. Yeah, sometimes. So the Gemara continues. It says, Shal musaf and kol hayom, So again, we said that um, you could daven musaf the whole day, amir v'yochanan, v'nikra poshea. Ryukhan says that even though you could daven in of the whole day, you're still called a poshaya. I Meaning we don't really want you diving my we don't really want you musaf past the seventh hour. We allow you to daven in musaf past the seventh hour. We don't prefer it. So you delayed in your musaf and then you approach two Tefilot. What do you do? First you do Mincha and then you do Mosav. We have a rule. That, that is more common, that, that is more frequent, has precedence over that which is less frequent. So Mincha obviously is everyday. musaf is only once a week. So therefore it's Tadir. So you do Mincha and then Mosav. Why? Why? That musaf is very time sensitive, and therefore we want to take care of it quickly, right? Because Rabbi Yehuda was of the opinion that musaf is only up until the seventh hour, so for him musaf is very sensitive, and therefore he felt you should daven musaf and then mincha. I'm Rabbi Yochanan. Halacha, what's the halacha? Mitpalel shem mincha va'kach mitpalel shem musaf. Halacha is you daven musaf and then afterwards you daven musaf. Tosuf says over here. so... Therefore, people should be careful in Yom Kippur that they don't enter into Zman Mincha, right? It seems even in the times of Tosafot, they were davening for a long time. And that if you're going to get into Zman of Mincha, then you got to switch the order. You got to not. Oh, sorry, guys. No mussaf first do mincha because this gemara is saying that when mincha arises, you do mincha before Masaf. However, Tosa says a tzeibur might be uh, different. You know, you don't you don't want to confuse the Tzibor and switch the tefilot. Reb so Zeru got very old and he wasn't able to learn. He would sit in front of the Beit Midrash of Noson RTOV. He in front of the Bait Midrash of he said, When the Rabbanu would walk by, he would stand up, and egraner to receive reward again just for honoring Tamid um, nafik, so um, Reb Nasser Breitouvi came out. Amar le man Amar halacha be midrasha. So he Rashi explains it is who said that the halacha follows like Reb Yehuda in the Beit Midrash, meaning who says the halacha is you do mincha then Moshef. Amar le hachi amr Yechonon en halacha Reb Yechonon. Rabbi Yochan says, Allah does not follow Rabbi Huda, Dabrit, Adam, Musaf, We do not follow Rabbi Huda that says Musaf, then Mincham. Rather, we do Mincham, and then Musaf. So Amra Lei, Rabbi Yochan, and Amra, was it Rabbi Yochan who said that the halach is not like Rabbi Huda? Amra lay in. Yes. And Tan arba in Zimna. Rabzira asked him to repeat it 40 times. He just wanted to hear the words. So Amra lay. see, so that's student or this rabbi wanted to know, why do you want me to tell it to you 40 times? i like, is it because chada Is it because this is the first time you are hearing something in the name of Rabbi Yochanan? Therefore, it's very beloved to you that Rabbi Yochanan has this teaching. Oh, chadas Or, the way Rashi explains it, or or the chadas, that it's not the word one, but chadas means khadash. So chada, is it the first time? Or chadas, meaning it's new. What would be new to you? That you thought somebody else had said it. Like, Bishu'a ben Levi, perhaps, as we'll see. So, in other words, so why do you want to hear it 40 times? You just want to make sure that it was Rabbi Yochanan, that this is new to me. This is, in other words, it's news to me. I thought perhaps it was Rabbi Levi who said this. Now you're telling me that it's Rabbi Yochanan who said this statement, the halacha does not follow Rabbi Yehuda, so I, I wanted to make sure and again, it could be because Rabbi Zeru was old also, you know, in other words, he wanted to make sure he heard clearly that, in fact, it was Rabbi Yachin who had stated, the halacha does not follow Rabbi Yehuda and Mincha and then Musa. Okay. Sounds a bit like, mm-hmm. sounds a bit like uh, Alzheimer's. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, that's definitely what that's it sounds like. I'll remember Yashu Call mispalt filosh mosaf and after seven in What a davening mosaf after seven hours. The Rebbe Yehuda contributed them. All of our katev Omer on him. The pasuk says there's this is a pasuk in Mishlei. It's a bit of a hard uh, pasuk, but it says like this. Or sorry, Tzafania. Nugi mimmaod osafti mimech. So the keywords over here are nugi. So it says my mashma. Like what does this pasuk have to do with like davening late? So he says nugi lishna de tavra. Nugi is broken. Rashi basically explains is Mimoed, somebody who daven's late on the hat hatfilos, meaning referring to musaf. Right, that's when he daven musaf. So someone who's Mimoed is nugi will be broken. Meaning, if you daven late, okay, the, the targum of Yosef apparently of Yosef had a targum on that pasuk that it says tavra ati, you know, brokerage comes also named the base Israel on those of the Jewish people al dachari zamni on those who delay the times of davening on the Moed, meaning Musaf in Yerushalayim. So again, Nugi means broken, Mimode Safti somehow means somebody who delayed in the davening of the Moed. On um, blazar, a similar sort of Joshua kolm So here, before we're talking about Musaf, now we're talking about shacharis. Kolm la'cha Huda, according to Ribhuda, in other words, what's, what is it said on that person? Alava kasavomer, my mashma, how do, how do we see from the pasik? the nugi lishna Where else do we find that nugi somehow means uh, like causes pain, right, or torture? And earlier we said nugi meant broken. Now we're saying it it causes pain to you. To like the pasik says, dalfa nafshi mituga, which means dalfa nafshi, my soul melts mituga from affliction. So you see, tuga means and same word as nugi uh, means. Um, like to give a new to someone. Right, referring to Yerushalayim, it's been afflicted and it is bitter. Okay, so again, we see the word new goat, uh, two places means somehow afflicted or put into pain. So again, betuleh vhi Fine. The point being that this this pasuk which speaks about the Jewish people being broken or in pain is referring to somebody who either delays musaf or, according to Blazer, it's referring to someone who delays Shachrit. Uh, okay. Bet. Chav <laughs> Chadam was not feeling so well. the He didn't go to the Shior of Rav Yosef. and Rav Yosef felt very bad. The wanted to calm down Rav Yosef because Rav Yosef was insulted that Rav Avya did not go to his Shior because apparently Rav Yosef was the Rosh Yeshiva. So, Amaleya, um, Bai went to my Why didn't you come to the Shiur? I wasn't feeling so well. I wasn't able to. Eat something, and you would have been able to come. Now, Rashi says this Shiur used to take place before Musaf. Okay? We speak of here after Musaf, but many sholves in, you know, in the world speak before Musaf. Apparently, there was such a custom in the Gemara. They would finish Shachwet on Shamat and then have a drasha. So, this rabbi did not show up for the pre Musaf Shiur. You should have eaten something, you would have felt better, you would have you would have been able to come. He said, what do you mean you're not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to eat anything before, musaf?" So you're telling me I should eat something, feel a little better, and then go to the class, I'm not allowed to eat. He told them, "You buy okay, it in the market. Sluye, sluta. Dimusaf. Okay, Davin musaf biyachin and alone in your house. V'le tomidi, v'le misi. Right? Then eat something and then come because then you don't have the problem of not eating. Amaleh v'le sevelamad daven biyachin. Don't you know Rabbi Yachin? It says, 'Asla lot mishakim zilaset zilaset tibor.' Not to daven before the tefilas tibor. Right? It's right. In other words, it's not kavot tibor to Davin by yourself before the tibor Davin's in your city." So he said back to him, no, no, that's not a good point. That's only in a tzibor. Meaning, a guy comes to Shol, here, you know, like right now, and starts davening. Right? Okay, whatever. Let's say there's not a... So that's not kavot tzibor. Like, we're about to daven, you come and say, oh, you know, I rely on my own fila, I don't, I don't need the tzibor. So that's not kavot. But he says, you could have davened in your house and then eaten. Okay, fine. And the Gemar points out, And the Gemar points we stated over here the halacha of that you cannot eat before musaf. He says the Halakha is not like revuna. You're allowed to taste a little before musaf, but lo kibshuv ben levi, and it's not like kibshuv ben levi. So revuna, the statement of revuna had the amun that we said kibshuv ben levi. What's kibshuv ben levi? Kibshuv ben levi. Kibshuv ben levi said once the time for mencha comes, you cannot eat anything called mencha. Meaning, yeah. Correct, this is the source Forget Geras. you are allowed to eat, 100%. It's not like Shachrit, where you really, uh, again, besides coffee or things like that. You're not supposed to eat or drink it before. says the Mishnah, <laughs> So if you're following the Mishnahite over here, so they finished uh, Kriya Shema, they finished Tefillah, and it seems like the way these Seder HaMishnahite are going is that after Tefillah, you would sit down and learn so it says from mitpalel b'kiddisatul the Beit after tfilah he would then enter the Beit Midrash and he would say some sort of mitpalel he would say some sort of tfilah. like a like a new tefillah it would be tziato tefillah and upon leaving he would say a short tefillah amuloh so mam bakum tzilazul like what is the room for this tefillah amulem b'kiddisat any mitpalel shadvar takala yodim when I would enter any mitpalel I would daven shalayera shadvar takala yodim that no takala what happened through my words what does it mean takala then nothing bad, meaning I shouldn't rule incorrectly, and you know some sort of infraction will take place. and upon leaving, I notin hadal And upon leaving, so on my way, and I, pray, I would pray that my studies should be matziv, should be successful, and that I shouldn't say anything I shouldn't. And when I would leave, I notin I would thank Hakadosh for my portion that I was able to study. Right, this as we'll see in the Gemara. Yeah, if you open up most Gemaras, there's a in the beginning. This tefillah is going to come from, I don't know if that gemara has it, uh, but this uh, it comes from the kunya ben Hakana. I don't, I don't think, I, I think it doesn't have it, right? Wait, well, Well, Yeah, so, so we'll see in the gemara. So let's see in the gemara what the tefillah is. Oh, it does have it, very good. Tanur Rabbanan. Biknisata Mahu. So now the gemara gives a bit of a, length, a lengthier version of what he would have in. Omer, right, Biknisato Mahu. What would he uh, pray upon, what would he, keep going down. What would he pray upon entering the... Uh, Bait Midrash. So it says, Omer, mahu Omer. What would he say? He would say, Yiratzen Vufanacha, Hashem Malakai, al- Reishibi, well, Hashem my God. Shla yerad ra'takala yadi, no infraction should take place for me. Vla yakashu halacha, I shouldn't make any mistake in dvar halacha. V'yismuchu b'chaveri, my friends should rejoice. So, Rashi learns this means that I shouldn't make a mistake, and my friends will laugh at me for making a mistake. Meaning it goes together. Some say no, I shouldn't make a mistake in Allah. my friends should rejoice in my words of Torah. Like I shouldn't say tame is tarv I shouldn't say tahar is Meaning I shouldn't make a mistake. Like my friends shouldn't make any mistake. Like I shouldn't you know rejoice in their mistakes. Fine. That was just fila before. Upon leaving the Beit Midrash, Maho Omar, what would you say? I thank Hashem Shasamti Chal Kamiyashri Beitim. You might uh, recognize this fila that you placed my portion in those that sit in the Beit Midrash, and not with those who sit in the corners, meaning the Amiratsim that waste their time. I wake up for Daf Yomi, and they are sleeping. And they also get up early. But I get up for the Torah, and they get up for. Divarta me telam for video games. <laughs> Ani amel v'heina melem. I toyl v'heima melem. And they toyl. Ani amel mekabim sacher. I toyl and receive reward and mekabim sacher. And they toyl and over receive reward. I need rotzeh and rotzeh. I run and they run. And I need rotzeh lechem I run for the next world. They need rotzeh levar And they run for the be'er shachas. A well of I don't know what shachat. Like uh, nothing, right? Corruption, right? Shachat, corruption, right? Shakhat, corruption, right? They're, they're running towards nothing. Gehenem, again, I guess, yeah, I guess Gehenem, yeah. yeah, good. Yeah, but it's right, right, but the, the well is referring to something like deep down, it probably, it's probably ge- Gehunum. Taner Abanam, okay, very nice tefillah, and this, is, and this is the tefillah, correct, this is the tefillah, so, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I used to say it when, in yeshiva, you're in the Beit Midrash all day, you know, you, you say the tefillah, but you really should say it, maybe every morning, Taner Abanam. Rebbe L'Yazir. Rebbe L'Yazir was sick, the students came to visit him. Teach us the way of the life. Teach us what is the key for Archot Chaim, a long life, meaning a life in Allah. Amberleim, um, he said to them, "Hizara be very careful with the honor of your friends. Umando benechem min and remove your children from higayon." I'm very unclear what higayon means. So Rashi actually says, very interesting, "Do not learn too much Torah Shabiktav. Stick with oral Torah." Rashi says, "Lord Targilam b'mikra yoter miday." Don't the It's the last wide line of the Rashi's on top. Lord Targilam b'mikram. Yoter midai. Don't accustom them to mikra. Yoter midai. Mishum demashcha. It's it's it, it. draws you, and really, you know, I guess what's practical is Torah Shabbat Pem. Now it could be based. I saw Miiri. Miiri kind of says on this gemara because it's very interesting gemara. Miiri says it means that some not every pasuk you have to translate literally for a child. So, you know, some Pesukim are a little hard uh, to understand. It could be Mi'iri referring to the Pesukim that like talk about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as if he has a body, you know. So don't confuse the children by translating every Pesuk literally because they're not really on the level. Meaning, you might want to translate it like Rashi, and then when you get older you could translate it like the Evanezra or the Rishpah. Might be that's what he's saying. So what should you do with their time? Make sure they're sitting in between the knees of the Torah scholars, meaning they're seeing older people learn. And then when you no before you're standing, okay. With that, you will merit Olam haba. Similar story because started to cry. Um, Amr said to them, sorry, they said to him, Amulam um, said to him, Talmidav, Yisrael you know, the, the candle of the Jewish people, Amur Hayamini, which Rashi says is a reference to like the Amur which you know kept up the Beit Mikdash. Patish Chazak, right, this mighty um, what do you call it, hammer. Why are you crying? Um, Amr said to them. In other words, the bechor mitzaka was crying. They said, "Why are you crying?" Amalemi said to them, "Iluf ne melchbas how you malichin on ti They're bringing me to a king who was made out of flesh and blood. I yom kanu machabekever that today he is here, but tomorrow that king will be dead. Shimkosaliv is upset at me, and kaisu kastalolam his anger is not something which is eternal. V'mosrini if he bounds me, puts me into jail, and yisurisalolam his you know his rulings are not forever. V'mimutini if he kills me, ain mitato mitato olam. Even if he rules that I should die, that's not. Something which is said in stone, Vani yo a could then appease him with word sha mamon and bribe him with money, afel pecane. Even if I was going in front of such a king, Ayiti Bocha would be crying. Now that they're bringing me in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, that's around forever, You know, eternal. If he's upset at me, his anger is eternal. If he decides one thing, that means if he bounds me, puts me into jail, it's If he kills me, Once I'm in olam I can no longer appease him. No bribery. Not only that. There are two paths before me. And I don't know which way I'm going to go. Right. In other words, even Yochanan uh, B'Zakai was not sure. Right. Kind of like that pasuk of, of David. Right. And I shouldn't cry. Meaning, if I was going in front of Melech of Dama, I would cry. How much more so should I cry from the ema, from the fear of the mishpat? And they said to him, give us a bracha. He said to them, He said to them, amazing blessing. Your fear of God should be equal to the fear of people. They said to him, the fear should be equal to Basav It should be more. That we should fear God more than we fear people. He said to them, if only, if only, if only you should know that when a person transgresses a veira, what does he say? Omer shalei adam. When a person transgresses an Aveira, his main concern is not that Hashem sees him, but his main concern is that people should not see me. In other words, if people would just have equal fear, that the same way they're concerned um, that people shouldn't see them, that's how much they're concerned, you know, about uh, transgressing the word of HaKadosh Baruch if, if even it was just equal, then that would stop people from doing a Again, people do a veirot they do a veirot in hiding, you know, in a way that people don't see them. If they were afraid of people, meaning that they, in other words like this, I'm not saying it correctly, if the same way they're concerned that people shouldn't see them, they should also be concerned that Hashem shouldn't see them, because Hashem sees everything. That's basically the point. In other words, what ends up happening is that people care more about people seeing them than the way they care about Hashem seeing them. So if it was equal, then a person would not be over Averot. B'Shath Pitirato at the time of his death, he said to them, make sure the Kalim are not in here, so there's no Tumat mate. And he also said, i make a chair for hiskiyo because he's going to come to my funeral. Okay, uh, because Yochanan apparently was a descendant, again, of the, uh, tribe of Je- Yehuda. He was a descendant of Chizkyo, and Chizkyo was a very righteous king, in you know, most ways. Uh, so apparently he was going to accompany him at the funeral. So Marshal points out, it's like an interesting thing, on the one hand, Rabbi Yochanan is very unsure about his fate, right? Am I going to Ganem? Am I going to Canaan? But yet he expects Chizkyo, Melch Yehuda, you know, to be at his Leviah. So it, it definitely sounds like he understands... Yeah, he was. He was. I was. I'm saying, with the fact that Cheskel would come to his levaya, definitely shows something about Rabechum. Says the Mishnah. Rami Kamiel Amar B'chal Yom VeYom Mispal Adam, Shmon Esrei. Kamiel says to Davin, Shmon Esrei every day. Right, that's what we do. Rabbi Shua says Me'Einir Chet. Now we don't do like Rabbi Shua. Rabbi Shua says you only do an abridged Shmon Esrei Me'Einir Chet, which Rashi says basically means. I guess we'll see in the Gemara what it means. Rabbi Kiva Amar Kiva says it depends. So again, having this major machloket, which you know if you had begun. Like Rebbe Beshua, tefila would be much shorter. Rebbe says, "Don't say the whole Amidah." They made the whole Amidah, but it's enough to say the main parts. Rebbe says, "It depends. Imshigur, but If you have a sitter, you know, and you know what the words then do imlav main and like Rebbe Beshua, because it'll be hard to remember the whole Amidah. Right? No printing press in those days; it'd be hard to remember. Someone who makes this tefilam. Kva, which we'll see what the Gemara will explain, ain't <speaking> tefillah <in> to His will not be answered. Rabbi Yeshua, sakana. Somebody walks into a dangerous place. Mispalo tefillah katzori. He davens a really short tefillah. In other words, not even my abridged dereches. What is the really short tefillah? And he says, should send your nation, the Jewish people. pasha ibor, right, and all their paths which they take, <speaking in Hebrew> Their needs should be met. Before you. Okay. The Gemara will explain what pashti means. Hashem. Again. So three opinions as to how much of the Amidah do you have to daven. A comment about making your to kvah, And if you're on the road. You want to do a really short tefillah. Okay. Let's say you're on the road. You're on a donkey. Is it nice to daven on a donkey? No. You're a You should go down and daven. Right. You, you, know, you don't daven sitting on a donkey. If you're not able to go down, you should remember that you have to face Yerushalayim, where you always face east, or wherever you are. is Panav, you know, uh, turn your face to Yerushalayim. If you're not able to, at least your heart, meaning you're not sure in which direction your heart is, is towards Yerushalayim. If you're on a boat or an Asta, Asta is, uh, it means you're in jail, according to one Peshat of Rashi, and you don't know, uh, you know, you have no way of asking where uh, the Beit HaMikdash is, or no way of knowing, So again, the main thing is, the heart, if you're not able to turn your body. Fine. Says the Gemara, We said there are 18 blessings, again, this is the first Mishnah, which mentions this. There's 18 blessings in the Shemona Esrei. Who are these 18, like, why the number 18? So the Gemara gives three explanations to the source of 18. Umar of Hilabraid, Mishwambar and Achmeni, K'neged Yerchas Askar. It says Kenegad the 18 times that Hashem's name is mentioned in the Tfilah of Havul Hashem ben Eilim. Right? The Tfilah which we say on Shabbat. Havul Hashem ben Eilim. It says Hashem's name 18 times. The reason why this Tfilah is very important, as Rashi points out, is that this Mizmar is the source the way it states in the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah and Megillah, it's the source for our order of tefillah. Like for instance it says, b'nei So B'nei Elim, like the sons of the strong is referring to the Avot. Hashem Elim, Hashem so that's referring to, no, uh, I'm missing se- Yeah, what? Kavod right, yeah, Kavod So that's the strength of Hashem. So that's Gavurat, that's Geshamim, right? That's the strength. And then it says uh, Kavod Shemo. So then it talks about Kiddushah, which is a Kadosh. So basically, the Gemara Roshana takes that whole Perek and makes and basically describes how the order of Tefillah is patterned after that chapter in Tehillim. So he says, therefore, it makes sense that therefore that's the man of blessings based on the name of Hashem. In that tefillah. Rav Yosef, apparently it's the 18 times that Hashem's name is mentioned. It's connected in the 18 like vertebrae in your spine. Now don't speak to a doctor about this because apparently, so apparently this is referring to like the upper back near the neck, but apparently there was only 17, not 18. Okay. I'm <laughs> just Maybe I don't know. someone who's daven, and he has to, as we mentioned, he has to bow down at certain parts. So how far do you bow? You have to bow down actually. Which is pretty, uh, you know, that's a lot. In other words, it's until the vertebrae, until the bones can you know can be seen. In other words, there's something sticking out of your of your back. Exactly. Ulah says means until you could see the size of an of a coin. Opposite your heart, so either this means you're bending down that you could see a coin on the floor, right? Or isra is a coin. That's like the, that's the way I read it. But uh, Rashi says no. That basically when you bend down, your stomach and the upper part of your body kind of like create, become like one bolt, like they become uh, connected. Um, you know, assuming there's some fat there, and therefore if that becomes the size of an isra, that means you have bowed, uh, you know, low enough. You're Right. Says, he says as long as you, you know, shake your head a little Meaning you don't have to calm down You don't have to bow so low But at least look In other words He's basically saying if you're not able to bow Then it's enough that you could just Put your head down we have to show at least that this is painful for you. I mean, you have to show that you want to bow more if you're not able to. Okay. Show that you're trying to bow. Says the Gemara. There's only 18 blessings in the Amidah. How many blessings do we have? We have. 19 blessings. This blessing against those who were slandering against us was instituted not by the Anshe Knesset early on in Bayit Shani, Rather, it was instituted in Yavne, post-Khorban. In other words, so where do we find the hint for that additional bracha? Being in that parak and it says, Aloflamir, which is another name of Hashem. Until now we had 18 Yurke Vavkes, and now we have one more which is Kel. Rabbi Yosef can get be According to Yosef, it's connected the word Echad in Kriyishma, meaning in addition to the 18 times that Hashem's name is mentioned, Kriyishma, which will There's another apparently vertebrae which we didn't count earlier. Tari Rabbanan. Sheman Pekuli. Shem Pekuli. Hista Urgumil Al It's a Shimon Pekuli. Uh, organized the 18 blessings in front of Rabbi Gamil, Amr Alam Gamil, Klumyesh Adam, Shiodel Ta'ken Bercha Is there anyone among you who could, you know, instant, we wanted to try, we were looking for a poet, we are looking for a good writer, who can write the 19th blessings. Amr Shmuel HaKatan, Shmuel HaKatan got up, and he established the Bercha Tzadukim. Again, the Bercha Tzadukim was obviously against those that were trying to slander against the Jewish people at that time, and therefore the internet is special Bercha, for them, um, so it's not really a blessing; it's more of a uh, curse. But I guess we, 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 again, velam mashinim, velam according to the older uh, texts. So v'tiknum, they instituted Lashana achares, the next year. Shachacha, he forgot it. Basically, the Rashi, uh, the it's pretty clear from the Gemara. What happened was is So he instituted the bracha. The next year, he gets up to Davin and he forgot the words. And v'hishkev Shahim m'shela shows. So he's, he's up there davening for the amud he forgot the words and he's like contemplating it, Hishkif, contemplating it for two, three hours. They're all sitting there, right? Imagine how uh, you know how much patience it seems that Sibur had in those days. And yet they did not take him away from his post. Says the Gemara, um, right, so the guy forgot this bracha and they didn't remove him. Why didn't they remove him? Vam says, kulah and if someone forgets, all of Shman Esrei. Ain, he makes some sort of mistake. You don't remove him from his post as Chazan. If someone makes a mistake, you do remove him. Why is that? We suspect that he's a Min. Meaning, if he's not, if he happens to forget the Bracha of right, or the Bracha that refers to the slanders, which might refer to the uh, Christians, right, in the early, uh, obviously, first, second century, that's who they were dealing with. So, if he forgets that Bracha, then they would be that he is a Christian, so says Gemara. Shani says, "We wouldn't suspect him." Dio Takana. He's the one that instituted. Maybe he, you know, that's the way he used to be, but maybe he was closer. i Says Gemara, somebody uh, that tiva, someone that good does not go back below. Um, so Gemiri is how we learned Tava Lo Bisha, right? says the Gemara is that so, It says that the Pasuk says, Tzadik, when a tzadik is Shuv from his righteousness. I mean we do see that a tzadik could you know go back. So it says the Gemara. they There's talking about someone who was wicked. He was wicked, then became righteous, then he could go back. Ava Tadik Mekara, someone who's righteous his whole life, he's not, you know, he's he's not going to the dark side. Lo, is that true? we went to the Mishnah al taman bat sma do not believe in yourself until you're until you die meaning even it sadduki so you're yachran kangado yachran kangado simish bekhuna gedol this man same yachran wasay for 80 years of self not and then he became a sadduki so you see that you know a righteous person's whole life could also become uh, a rasha. says gamar amrabay uh, who who Yanai, who Yochanan? But I was of the opinion that Yana and Yochanan were the same person. And Yanan, we know, did not get off to a good start as he famously killed many rabbis in the beginning of his reign. So Yanai and Yochanan were the same person. And right, we know there's also someone called Yanai Kohen Gadol. So he's saying it's the same person. Basically, Yochanan was a rasha, mei ikara. Right? Abai is the one trying to, you know, Defend his own opinion Rav says no They're really two different people Yana was a Rasha And Yachinu was not So now we're back to our original question According to a Baya that says A Tzadik can never A Tzadik me Ikara Someone who's always a Tzadik Can never go bad Can never become a Rasha That's why they didn't remove Shmuel HaKatan From his Shliach Tzibor post because they wouldn't suspect him of becoming a Christian. Al So according to Rav why didn't they remove him? You're right. Even a righteous person, you gotta suspect. Maybe he went back. I say So why didn't they remove Shmuel from his post? So the Moshani, small HaKatan, small HaKatan was different. The itchaba because he started the prayer. So since he started the prayer, the Amr of Yudah, you only remove somebody for suspicion of being a Christian if he started the tefillah, if he didn't start the tefillah. Like he didn't even mention, but if he started V'la Mal Shinim, and he says, and then he starts forgetting the end of the bracha, then you don't remove him. Because clearly, his intent was to finish, he just forgot the middle. So, Loshani, Shmol HaKatan was Fine. So Shmuel Katan in that story apparently he started the bracha. Says the Gemara Hani Sheva de We know on Shabbat there are seven blessings, right? So why do we have eighteen blessings on the weekday and seven on Shabbat? Amar of Tachlaptah Ben Shmuel Keneges Ben Shol Keneges Shiva Kolot. It corresponds to the seven Kolot mentioned in that in the chapter until. Right, Kolah Shabbat, Kolah Hashem, Shomer David alamayim. Then Hashem said on water, right, kolot Shem alamayim. So those seven Kolot correspond to. Um, again, it's, Shiva probably has to do with the seven days of the week, Shabbat the seventh day. Um, so that, those that's what we have, seven on Shabbat. Hanitisha, the Rosh Hashanah, the Rosh Hashanah has nine blessings. Kinag me, Omer Rav Yitzchak, Daman Kartignan, Daman Kartignan, which means what? What does this mean? Oh, sorry, he's from Kartignan. Right, it corresponds to the nine times that Hashem's name is mentioned. Shemachana betfilas. Right, and what happened with Chanon Rosh Hashanah? The Rosh Hashanah nifke dasara. Right, nifke dasara Rachel v'Chanah. So Chana's tefilot were answered on Rosh Hashanah. So, since she mentioned Hashem's name nine times, so as we see in this whole Gemara, Hashem's name represents a different bracha, because right? we mentioned Hashem's name in each bracha. That's what makes a bracha. So since nine times, uh, was mentioned, Hashem's name was mentioned nine times by and she was answered on Rosh Hashanah, therefore the Rosh Hashanah tefilot. Honey, the Tanisa connected me. We know that on a fast day, we add six brachot to the Amidah, which makes 24. Kinneginmi, we don't do this anymore, this is the, the olden days. Keneg in me corresponds to what? Um renanos, twenty fourth filashram Ishloma Bishashekhon Bait Khishka. When Shlomo was trying to enter the Aron in the Holy of Holies, the Ark. Yah he says Why don't we say it every day? Says the Gemara. He said it on a day of mercy when he was looking for special rachim that the doors uh, should open. So so too on us on days of rachim we are going to mention that tefillah again six added blessings in honor of the tainit. Okay, very good. Okay.